You're listening to SpecScript. Today's episode, Sons of Anarchy, written by Shannon Hunt and Adam Smith. Vroom, vroom, baby. Hello, Kelly's Olympian. Are you ready to start SpecScript? Welcome to SpecScript, a live podcast recorded in Portland, Oregon at Kelly's Olympian, where a cool person writes an episode of a TV show they have never seen. Shane, what is tonight's episode? Tonight's episode is Sons of Anarchy. Whoa. Spooky. Are you talking about the Joker? Because he loves anarchy. <laughs> so, tonight's episode is Sons of Anarchy, uh, FX's hit motorcycle drama, and it's written by uh, two wonderful people, Shannon Hunt and Adam Smith. Uh, woo. Give it up! And, uh, Wonderful authors. Yeah, Shannon Hunt is really cool, really awesome person. So is Adam Smith. But Shannon Hunt has been a longtime supporter of the of the show. She's been to pretty much every episode, run the door at many episodes, most episodes, except for this one, which is I mean, kind of lazy, Shane. Am I right? <laughs> like, 100% is a lot better than 95%. Am I right? I agree. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, Shannon Hunt wrote an amazing episode, even though she has never seen Sons of Anarchy. And a little thing I can tell you about Sons of Anarchy is one of the reasons Kelly's Olympian frequently changes its Wi-Fi password is they got one of those cease and desist things because somebody kept on uh, pirating Sons of Anarchy here at Kelly's Olympian. <laughs> so, hey, it's topical, baby. You want to know another fun fact about Sons of Anarchy? I, there's more than one fun fact about Sons of Anarchy? I've never seen it. And neither have I. Hey, this hey. is going to be a real fun episode. Yeah. <laughs> what? Give me another fun fact, baby. Um, it uh, has Ron Perlman in it. And he's a lot of fun. Yeah, I guess that's fun. I mean, what isn't Ron Perlman in it? Am I right? That guy's prolific. Hell, boy, he's in so much stuff. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, aren't we Beauty and the Duh, Beast? God damn it, I was just about to. Okay. Uh, Anywho, let's get this damn thing started. All right. So, it is a show where someone writes an episode of a show they've never seen, and then an amazing cast of talented people bring it to life. So, those people, those people, those people, uh, those people, thousands of people, <laughs> thousands of people, this cast is a thousand people, anyway, uh, are going to come on stage right now, and we're going to give them a big hootin' and hollerin' round of applause. Holla, holla! Uh, yeah. So... Um, as the, they come on stage, once they sit down, they are going to they are going to tell us their names, the characters they are reading. Uh, yeah, you're doing great. Thank you. Thank you. They're gonna. So all of our people are going to. Oh, did Matt steal Shannon's chair? Uh, our performers are going to tell us their names, the characters they are playing, and uh, then they're gonna tell us because this is Sons of Anarchy. They're gonna tell us, I don't know, like their favorite vehicle. Yeah, their favorite vehicle. Um, so everybody has one of those. And we do something, it can be fictional. It can be the Dawn Treader. Uh, anyway, um, well, not a, not a Narnia crowd here. <laughs> I guess a lot of you haven't realized that lipstick is evil. 
that's the thesis of the books. I don't know. Um, anyway, everyone is going to tell us their name, the characters they're saying, or they're playing, they're reading, uh, and their favorite vehicle. We do this so that the people listening at home will have voices connected to these characters so they're already they can go in and they're more, more uh, accommodated. So... I'm going to start. My name is Chris Hotomy. I am reading the character of Snake and another and a secret character that I won't tell you about. Uh, so get that ants in your pants. Um, and my favorite vehicle, my favorite vehicle. Oh, oh why did I pick this version? Um, <laughs> what have you done? My favorite vehicle is the Battlestar Galactica. It's an awesome view. It's a beautiful ship. It's full of love. It's great. It's a good show. It's political. And that ship is full of life and love and blood and sweat and tears. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. Wow. Um, God, that was amazing. Uh, um, I'm Chris Johnson. I'll be playing the role of uh, Nails and Stevie. My favorite, my favorite vehicle would probably have to be the, the Krabby Patty Mobile from the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Cause that shit, he went off a ramp one time with it, and it like disassembled, and then he landed on the thing perfectly assembled. I don't know how they did that, how they factory tested that, but I thought that was the dopest shit I've ever seen. Okay. Yeah. They became men in that movie. It's <laughs> true. My name is Stephen Wilbur, and I will be playing Jax, uh, Sonya Blade's partner with the robotic arms. Uh, and my favorite vehicle is the Dodge Viper from the 90s syndicated drama Viper that was a cherry red Viper, but then could swi- switch its armor plating to become a silver Dodge Viper, and it had like uh, uh, electromagnetic pulse cannons that could shut down cars. It was really cool. That is really cool. It's really cool. It's better than a Battlestar fucking Galactica. <laughs> Yeah, I only made it three episodes into Battlestar Galactica. Right. Game. Ugh. Ugh. You're recasting everybody? Okay. <laughs> Fuck that show. Fuck my ex-boyfriend with the Battlestar Galactica tattoo. Edward uh, James. Oh, shut up already. <laughs> you dated Edward James almost? <laughs> sure. He, he is a great cinematic dad. <laughs> you know my type. Uh, I. By the way, I'm Alexandra Jade. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to play Mom and Davey. Uh, I couldn't think of a very good vehicle, but I do like when in the Spongebob movie they just rode David Hasselhoff. (laughs) That's a very, uh, very good vehicle. Ideal. Oh, oh, I thought of a good one that is a vehicle for food. It is the bun to a hot dog that is the vehicle to food into my mouth. Okay, I'm done. (laughs) I got two characters, so I got two vehicles. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yep. I'm Amanda Deal. I'm playing the part of Tony, and uh, my favorite vehicle is probably the invisible jet that Wonder Woman has, because it looks like she's just fucking sitting in the sky. <laughs> it's real silly. Kind of a design flaw. That's it. <laughs> my name is Matt Gubser. I am playing stepdad. I'm uh, a last minute fill-in. The actor who was supposed to be here is still getting cigarettes. <laughs> He'll be back. Oh. He promised he would. Oh. 
My favorite vehicle is a food truck. I will not tell you which one because I'm still looking for sponsors. <laughs> My name is Shannon and I'm going to be playing Spider with a Y and <laughs> and fifth grader and my favorite vehicle is um, one of those yellow Volkswagen things, like the one in the Hanson Mbop video. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, the convertible kind. I think they're all convertibles. Uh, my name is Carolyn Main, and I'm going to be playing Billy Joel. No, just regular motorcycle, Billy. Uh, I do have a part of me that is awakened by a beautiful car. I have that dragon that likes to go into the tailpipe. So let me tell you some hot fucking cars. <laughs> a 69 Stang, nice. cherry red. But if I could have my druthers and my dragon in a tailpipe right now, it would be an Opal GT electric uh, gold foil with like a licorice dispenser like in Wayne's World inside of it. <laughs> Thank you. My name is Shane Hosey. I'll be playing the narrator, and my favorite vehicle is a car. <laughs> Bam! Oh, yeah. Best one. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Wait, good. your favorite vehicle is a car. Your cars break down every other week. That's, that's why, true. That's why it's kept very generic. <laughs> Couldn't that's pick any love. of my defective children. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, are you ready to start? Spec script. <laughs> Today's episode, Specscript, Sons of Anarchy, written by Adam Smith and Shannon Hunt, based on unseen episodes of Sons of Anarchy. Here we go. Bum, bum. <clears throat> bum, bum. Exterior, day, tavern. We open on a dusty, run-down tavern in an unrecognizable southwestern town. Motorcycles, or choppers, if you will, are lined up outside. The camera pans along the line of choppers, and we see that most of them are littered with tough guy stuff, like skulls and dice showing snake eyes, and a license plate frame that says, my other chopper is also a chopper because I love the devil. <laughs> Good. The camera moves to the door, and we enter, and we see a scene reminiscent of the music video Roll With It by Stephen Winwood. In the back of the bar is an old beat-up door that looks like it's been busted off its hinges and repaired at least a few dozen times. Scrawled across the door in blood is a large, a large menacing letters that read, Mayans motorcycle gang only unless you want to die. Or you got a rockin' set of jugs. <laughs> the, only world, the only word spelled correctly is jugs. <laughs> The door opens and we are suddenly in an audience, to the, an audience to the daily meeting of the Mayans, the toughest biker gang in town. The camera zooms in on Stepdad, the leader of the Mayans and an all-around classic bad boy. He's weathered and looks like he's seen his share of hard living. He wears all black. Old faded tattoos cover all visible skin except his face. And even though it's very dark in the room, a pair of sunglasses cover Stepdad's eyes because all cool guys wear shades indoors just like that supermarket scene in Cobra. <laughs> Crime's a disease. He's the cure. <laughs> Stepdad speaks, motioning to Jax, his stepson and second in command. Right, let's get down to fucking business. What's on the fucking agenda for fucking fucking today? <laughs> we never got around to making plans for today at our last meeting. This is why your dad left. 
What the fuck happened yesterday? Review the minutes. Jax flips a page back in a large black leather-bound journal with the Mayan's insignia etched on the cover. Let's see. um, Yesterday we discussed choppers, how much we ate cops, and argued over whether leather jackets or sleeveless jean jackets looked tougher. Wait, who's? Oh, I'll be Viper. Dodge, Dodge Viper from the, the show. Part of Viper? Viper. The part of Viper will be played by Chris Otomy. <laughs> John hey. Hamm couldn't make. Hey, Viper here. How you doing? Uh, you know me, Viper. We made the right choice. <laughs> yeah, uh, I still say that denim breathes better. If you know what I mean. You shut your goddamn mouth, Viper. I'm gonna take your other fucking eye. This ain't up for fucking debate. I got married to the leather rebel by our Judas Priest, and I will wear that fucking leather till the day I'm fucking dead in hell, drinking with the devil, drinking the devil under the table in my leathers with Vinnie Paul. Rest in peace. Well, anyway, after all that, we got drunk and beat each other up, and that's all I've written down. Uh, next thing I remember is all waking up in here five minutes ago covered in beer and blood. Good meeting. Uh, let's do that again. The room, the room of bikers rejoices and starts loudly drinking and punching everything in sight. Yeah, f- punch, punch, boom. Punch, 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 hey, punch, punch. A few of them immediately start doing that place your hand on the table and stab a knife in between your fingers really fast thing. Hey, wait. Look, we have fun and all, but don't you guys ever get tired of the same shit every day? I mean, what kind of lives are these? I have a small child, I think. I, I have no idea if that's true. I've really done a number on my brain over the years. What with all that nonstop drinking and getting my skull bashed in by cops. The point I'm trying to make is riding my bike around this dust town, being an asshole all the time, is making me wonder how I'm going to spend my retirement. The room of busted-up old bikers looks blankly at each other for a few moments until Snake, an old grizzled biker, speaks up from the back of the room. Oh, it's me, Snake. Retirement? Holy shit. Look at this fucking guy. That's the thing, though, kid. If you're doing it right, you don't end up living too long in this business. I'm 28. (laughs) He winks at Jax. (laughs) And sits all smug and self-satisfied. Aren't you like 78 or something? 28. (laughs) You fucking suck and no one here likes you. Another... Another biker from a table over breaks a bottle over Snake's head. He falls to the ground and starts snoring loudly like someone who is concussed. The rowdy room of bikers bursts into laughter and resumes drunkenly wrecking shit like they always do. The door opens up and Nails walks in, the lone female biker of the lone female member of the Mayans. She witnesses the bar and walks up wearing a graphic tee that says, "If work calls me in on a Saturday, they better expect me to be drunk." All right, you pussies, listen up. 
Word on the street is there's some unusual gang activity happening in Portland, Oregon. I think we need to send someone up to check it out. Why should we give a shit about Portland? Who fucking cares about Portland? There, there's three other gangs in this town alone. I think this is a waste of fucking time. All the black ones. We should just rob some... (laughs) That is racist. And we do not accept that type of behavior in this establishment. Let's go rob some shit and get fucked up. Because it's awesome and I'm the boss. Hey, uh, maybe I can go. It might do me some good to get a change of scenery. Oh, sure, whatever. I'm, I'm getting, getting a little tired of your whole, I'm so tired of being a badass. I'm so emotionally conflicted. Watch me furrow my brows and stare into the middle distance. Oh, I'm so consumed with the turmoil in my head, I didn't even notice your panties falling down. You can probably fix me. Fuck you. Jax leaves the bar quickly and takes his bike to the freeway. The warm summer night and the wind in his face makes him feel like he's on the road to a new world. He was raised into the outlaw biker lifestyle, and though he's grown to love it, something from his past is calling to him. Something he's learned to shut off, a part of himself that he's almost forgotten. He rides into the night, unable to shake the feeling that he's finding his destiny. There are many bugs in the dusk, dusk desert air, and they splatter onto his face and go into his mouth while he rides. He likes the taste and needs the protein to face his ultimate truth. Interior, stepdad's house, night. Stepdad is sitting at a dinner table in the dining room and mom walks in. She is dressed like Cher from the If I Could Turn Back Time video. It's the same outfit because mom stole it from Cher in 1997 from the set of the If I Could Turn Back Time video. She sits at the table with a plate heaping with steaks and they both start eating steaks with their bare hands. Why isn't Jax here? He loves steak. Uh, he's on a mission to scope out some rival gang from a different state that we won't ever cross paths with because we are not in a different state. We are in this state because he's fucking dumb. This is why his dad left. <laughs> he's a whiny little bitch. Frankly, I don't even think we should... You know what? I think we should celebrate by walking around naked until he gets back. <laughs> you can't talk about my son like that. Not to mention, do you even know anything about that gang? What if, what if he's in danger? In Portland? Did he travel with a shipment of gluten? (laughs) Actually, there's a faction of the Hell's Hell's Angels up there. I was watching this documentary about it and... Mom's phone buzzes and she looks at it to see a text from Jax. It reads... It reads, hey, just a head up, heads up, I'm probably never coming back. The further I get from home, the better I feel about it. I love you, Mom, but you married a buttface, so goodbye forever, I guess. Also, I quit the gang. Send. <laughs> God damn it. Jax just sent me a fucking text that says he isn't coming back, and he really drove the point home that it's mainly because of you. God damn that fucking kid. I cannot believe he sent you a fucking text. He's roaming right now. That's like 20 cents. He can't, what the fuck? He can't do that. You can't roam and you can't quit a gang. Everybody knows that those are the two things that you can't do. You're in the gang for fucking ever. That's how biker gangs work. 
We're a band of fucking outlaws. Look, this isn't fucking playtime. This... We're part of the balance of nature. We're fucking wolves. We keep the world strong by calling the fucking herd. You don't quit the fucking wolf pack. You get eaten by the rest of the fucking wolves. Wolves, balance of fucking nature. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But you need to get my son and bring him home safe. I'm not going to do that. I'm going I'm to be honest with you. Um, I think I'm going to stab him in the neck. I'm going to fucking kill him. And not in the way that parents say when they're upset with their kid. But like... Literally, I'm going to put metal into the veins in his neck. Blood's going to come out until there's no more oxygen left in his brain. And then we're going to bury him in the ground. That's how it works. Those are the fucking rules. Those are the rules. I didn't write the rules. Those are the rules. Yeah, you did. You shut, actually... Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> yeah, you did. You actually wrote those rules. The rules I say that I did not write them. I spill-checked them for you. You're the leader of the Mayans, and you have all final say in all of its dealings. Yeah, well, rule number seven says I did not write them, so they can't fucking say that if I did, because... Look, you know what? <laughs> If you're not going to spell check some shit for me, then know your place. I'm the boss. Give me a fucking beer. I don't know who the fuck you think you're talking to, but last I checked, this house is in my name. If you don't, wanna, <laughs> if you don't want me to cut you in your sleep, you're going to show me some goddamn respect. Now you get me a fucking beer. I don't know how to spell that. <laughs> <laughs> he gets up, walks into the kitchen, returns with a beer and hands it to her. You gonna open it for me? You are pushing it, lady. Did I fucking... Did I fucking stutter? He cracks open the can of Schlitz malt liquor and then sets it down on the table beside her. Now what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Are you gonna go right up north and get my baby boy back to me unscathed as the day I pushed him out of my womb after 47 hours of unmedicated labor? Unmedicated? I have never seen you sober. <laughs> Beer ain't medicine, dummy. Now you need, to, you need to call everyone up and have them ride up with you. Hell's Angels ain't nothing to joke about up in the Pacific Northwest. If Jax has to run into them, they're going to be the biggest bunch of badasses he's ever seen. Uh, yeah, uh, sure. Uh, I don't think so. But uh, um, we're going to have to pull some jobs and steal some shit to have money to go do this. So um, I'm going to go hang out with the boys and round them up so we can go steal j jobs and no. Shit. We're not immigrants. All these bikers stealing our jobs. We're going to go round people up and steal jobs. <laughs> Exterior day, Portland. Jax rides into downtown Portland and pulls over to look at a map. He faintly hears the sound of snapping fingers. He notices that it keeps on going for a long time and decides to investigate. Jax kicks out his kickstand and folds his map and puts it in his jacket pocket. He follows the sound to in between two buildings and finds himself in a loading dock in an alley. 
He peeks his head around the corner and sees a group of about eight men snapping and staring forward at nothing specifically. They're all dressed in khakis and polo shirts and bland, boring footwear. The whole time, they keep snapping in unison, none of them noticing Jax. What the fuck is happening right now? One of the men walks forward and keeps snapping. All of the other men keep snapping as well. The man, the man who broke from the group is named Tony. He turns around to face the others. They all keep snapping and staring forward. Tony shouts at the man and makes, and makes a movement with his hands to signal that snapping should cease. All right, guys. Good job. That was about 17,000 snaps, give and take. Uh, Y'all did great. Good job. It's important for us to do these exercises because nothing shows an opponent better that you're about to kick their ass than snapping like fucking crazy. So, good job. That's our thing. That's what we do. Uh, We're the Jets. Hello. Uh, That's the name of our gang, and snapping is kind of a signature move. So... You're welcome. Now we should practice a dancing around in circles thing and do that till we fight somebody. <laughs> Jax watches as the men pair off into twos and start circling each other while periodically busting out in ballet slash dance, jazz dance move. My God. Jax recalls his youth. A memory as clear as daylight begins to shine in his mind. He's in his backyard and he's dancing. He is four years old. A decades younger stepdad walks out. Hey, are you ready to go or what? Your mom's waiting in the fucking car. His words trail off as he notices Jax dancing. He speaks again, this time with impatience. His impatience is replaced with anger. Damn it, not this again. What did I tell you about this sissy dancing bullshit? If you're going to be my fake kid, you're going to do all the things that I fucking like. I need to keep my reputation as a tough guy intact. You know what people will say if they know that my old lady's kid that I've never around for and also pretty much don't like it all cares about dances? I don't care what you think with your with your big jaw and constant improvising. <laughs> I love to dance. It's how my soul displays joy. I cannot believe you are 19 years old. <laughs> Stepdad grabs his arm and pulls him inside the house. No! You can't! My heart wants to fly free! <laughs> Enough of this crap! Go change into that all-black clothing I gave you that has skulls and fire all over it. We're going to be late for the gang barbecue, and when we get there, you better sit something on fire or beat up a kid bigger than you, or I, you'll embarrass me. If we get home without you getting the cops called on you, you are fucking grounded. you understand that shit? The flashback fades out of his, <laughs> of his mind, and Jax is brought back to present reality and staring again at the Jets, who are now in a full dancing frenzy. Jax can no longer contain himself and runs out towards the Jets. Hey! Hey! (laughs) I want to be like you guys. Whoa, what the hell? Tony goes into a dancey-looking fight stance. Sorry to startle you. I was watching you all from over there. I heard you talking, so you guys are like a gang? And you dance? Yes. We're a gang of men who share the common interest of dancing, brawling, and riding a tiny hogs. (laughs) Tiny hogs? (laughs) Yeah, you heard me right, tiny hogs. 
To be in our gang, you must ride a vintage Vespa. Hi, I'm Davey. Mine's the orange one. Davey points off screen, and Jax turns to see a line of colorful vintage Vespas. <laughs> Those scooters all belong to you? No, mine's the orange one. Oh. Yeah. And red is my favorite color, so. Yellow over there. And you know I'm blue. Why are you all just saying colors at me? Well, <laughs> and how could you ride little scooters like that? You're full-grown men. Well, we used to be a biker gang, but those days are behind us. We're a scoot crew now. (laughs) (laughs) And it's better that way. It's the way it has to be. None of us are allowed... (laughs) None of us are allowed to have a ride that goes faster than 25 miles per hour. It's true. Our old leader, Brad, uh, rest in peace, died going like 40 on a modified Honda. Oh, after that day, we all took a vow that we will not risk our lives. Anyway, we don't really know it all, but, you know, we'll show you the ways of our gang. If you want to join us, you're welcome. You're welcome to join us. Well, there is one thing you need to know if you want to be Ian. It. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> you have to be the child of a stepfather. Oh, that's right. I forgot to mention that. Do you got a stepfather or what? <laughs> Do I ever? <laughs> wow. This is so synchronistic that we met. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are all my new best friends. <laughs> Jax is wary of trading in his chopper for a Vespa, but loves the idea of being in a gang that appreciates the beauty of dance. He enthusiastically joins these strange scooter boys and begins to immediately immerse himself in their ways. A montage set to cheery, wholesome 60s pop plays with Jax and the scoot crew riding along and causing trouble, sharing a milkshake with five straws, high-fiving, and just generally becoming the best of friends. This is going to be the best summer ever. Exterior, night, warehouse. Stepdad and a few members of the gang are outside a warehouse with boxes of goods. They are discussing the next step in their scheme to get money for their trip to Portland. Hey, it's me, Viper, again. Uh, (laughs) I think this was my voice last time. Uh, Now all you have to do is uh, load up uh, these here guns and I can drive them south of the border and get enough cash for all of us to ride up north and bring Jax home. Hey, man, how many guns is in there? 69 cases. Nice. 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 Very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can get a hundo a case. That's a lot of math. How much for the whole run of guns? I don't know. Maybe a few grand either way. It's enough for all of us to gas up our hogs and hit the open road. Shut the fuck up. Get back hey. to the cases. We don't have much time. Where's the truck? Everyone looks around to see who brought the truck to haul the 69 cases of guns out of the warehouse. Nobody speaks up. Are you telling me that we don't have a fucking truck to carry almost 70 cases? (laughs) Say the number, boss. I forgot. (laughs) 
Viper was supposed to get it. <laughs> no, uh, Spider was supposed to rent a U-Haul. Yeah, right. I told you my credit is shit. U-Haul has me on some sort of a list. Oh, what list? A don't fucking rent to this guy list because the last truck he brought back was riddled with bullet holes and smelled like an outhouse at I am going to beat both of your asses. <laughs> oh, no. Nails rolls up his sleeves of her leather jacket, rolls up the sleeves of her leather jacket and starts to put her fists up. Viper and Spider both put their fists up and everyone starts circling each other. <laughs> hey, knock it off. We don't have time for this stupid shit. Now I gotta figure out how we can each get a case on the back of our fucking choppers. That's four cases. That equals about enough money that we can all afford gas to get to Portland, maybe an Airbnb. That's all we need, and I'm not staying in another fucking motel. I still have bed bugs from last time. We're going nothing under three and a half stars, so somebody's gonna have to double up on those cases. I don't care how many fucking crimes I have to commit. We are not staying in a fucking Motel 6. <laughs> but we have to get up there before something happens to Jax and his mom divorces me, so maybe one of you sleeping outside. We're leaving right now. The four bikers sneak inside the warehouse and quietly tiptoe around a huge stack of boxes. We see Stepdad pull out a switchblade and cut open one box. Inside the boxes are multicolored plastic guns. He runs his finger down the side of one of the, the squirt guns and rubs the finger over his gums. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's the primo shit. <laughs> he folds the flaps back and, pick, and picks it up. They each grab one or two cases, depending on who's doubling up, and hightail it outside. All right, let's get these back to Vipers. Viper, you, uh, you can borrow your old lady's Corolla to run these down south, right? Uh, uh, she won't let me take the car until after five. <laughs> She has a lot of running around with the kids because I'm not really that good of a man and I delegate a lot of domestic duties onto the woman in my life. It's amazing how strong women are. Mothers are the backbone of our economy. Anyway, where was I? Oh yeah, uh, she has a lot of running around with the kids and lots of errands tomorrow, that's it. How the fuck are you... What? Uh, uh, Spider, your old lady's Camry. Uh, can you get that? Uh, it's a stick. I don't know how to drive a stick. Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> Nails! Got it. I'm just going to ride both my choppers. <laughs> Real simultaneously like... Like the badass that I am, two cases on the back of each chopper. I'll leave at sunrise and be back before any of you had your morning meat plates. <laughs> meat plates. <laughs> Yummy. Plates of meat. <laughs> Why are you still talking and not riding south on two motorcycles? You are the only person that I can trust. Everyone puts their hands in the center and yells, Mayans! And raises their hands to the sky. 
Exterior, day, desert road. The gang of bikers are riding down a desert road, forming a perfect V-shape. Stepdad is leading the gang with Mom on the back of his hog. Followed by, followed behind him are Viper, Spider, Nails, and Snake. They all have serious faces because they mean business. Born to be Wild is blasting out of Snake's stereo system. Everyone is nodding their heads to the beat. If we keep this pace and overall rhythm in the music, we should be in Portland by about midday. Jax better not be squealing over my gang secrets to anyone if he's been captured. What gang secrets? Uh, Where our hideout is or any of our plans for crimes and stuff. Nah, that bitch ass wouldn't do that. I don't know. He's been very emotionally distant lately. I I walked in on him crying. And watching Dirty Dancing last week. Oh. That was fucking weird. I'm sorry, dude. I, uh, I punched him until he stopped crying. As you should have. And I made him watch Roadhouse. Uh, ever since then, he's had a real fucking attitude problem. You're a fucking asshole. Fuck you. Hey. Uh, I'll feel a lot better once we've found him and I know he's safe. In the meantime, let's talk about something else. My nerves are shot. Ooh, we can play I Spy. Why are you here? Me first. I spy with my little eye something brown. Is it the dusty desert, dirt all around us, or is it me? Wow, you're really good at I Spy. Stepdad turns down the radio. <laughs> All right. Uh, <clears throat> hey, fucking listen. All right, once we get to Portland, uh, we'll have to scout all the, all, the, uh, all the tough guy spots to see if anyone knows Jax. Um, I don't know if there are any tough guy spots in Portland. Is that a real thing? Wayne uh, Hunt Jr. If we have time, we will stop at Bikini Bottom. But Jax, Jax is the priority. Uh, we're probably going to need to get wasted, too. Um, I work better when I let go and just let the spirits guide me. Fucking laugh! That was funny. It was fun. That was clever wordplay. Everyone laughs uncomfortably. <laughs> Fuck you, fuck you. That's very patronizing. Everyone gets really quiet. Exterior, day, Portland. Jackson is new gang of scooter, what was it, scooter kids, scooter boys? Scooty boys? Scooter crew. Scoot crew, thank you. Scoot crew uh, are rumbling with some of the fifth graders. They're dancing around and the children are confused and frightened. Okay, just take the money. You guys are fucking weirdos and your scooters make you look like stupid dicks. <laughs> the children run off and the scoot crew is left to contemplate their score. Okay, not bad, not bad. Uh, that's about $9, not great, but uh, not the worst score we've had all week, so good job. Uh, shaking down elementary schoolers is easy. This is so much more enjoyable than getting my ass kicked into the dirt like that one time that my ass was kicked into the dirt by <laughs> yeah. a gang of Yakuza. It was 
1997, I just yeah, okay. gotten uh, out of. No, it's right, important no. to the plot. I, Is it, though? <laughs> Look, I'm going to cut you off right there to let you know that we got a pretty sweet thing going on here, and uh, we're kind of the toughest Long story short, around. I disgrace the Yakuza. Jesus, Jax. <laughs> Look, you know what? We're the toughest gang in town now, all right? And I'll never be taken down a peg. Tougher never. than a Yakuza. <laughs> <laughs> I heard they have tattoos. All right. What? The fuck? All right. Look, now we take this cash that we just got from that sweet kid and we go find a sweet happy hour appetizer to split because we earned it. And, uh, look, I know a place downtown. Let's all go there right now. Exterior, Kelly's Olympian. Day. <laughs> Jax and the Jets pull up to Kelly's Olympian, a bar in downtown Portland with neon lights outside and ample motorcycle par- parking in front. Ten to twelve people are outside at the tables, standing and smoking. The gang parks their rides amongst an assortment of motorcycles. Jax parks his chopper, and the Jets turn off their scooters in unison and start to head inside. The bouncer notices and points to sign on the sidewalk near them. Hey, read the sign, chumps. Motorcycle parking only. Get those pathetic toys the hell out of here. Stevie starts to snap and move toward the bouncer, but Tony stops him. Hey, Stevie, no. It's not worth it. That guy also looks like he could probably take all of us on at once. Tony turns to the bouncer. All right, we'll move him, but you just, got, you just made an enemy, all right, with the jets. So not today, but someday when y'all prepared, you know. Yeah, yeah, all right. You need to move your shit now, or I'll make you eat those Vespas piece by piece. How's that? All right, hey, Jax, we'll just uh, meet you inside in a minute, okay? Jax enters Kelly's and looks around. There's motorcycle memorabilia all over the place. He marvels at the vintage choppers hanging from the ceiling and the metal gasoline signs and stuff all over the place. Wow. This place is great. Jack scans the bar and notices Stepdad and the Mayans at the corner table. There's many bottles of beer at the table, and an employee is walking to the table with a tray of cooked meat. Jack gasps and turns to leave. He notices a door next to the bar and decides to duck in there, hoping that he hadn't been noticed. As he enters the door, he notices a little sign next to it that says, Spec Script. He walks into the venue half of Kelly's as the show is starting and a man is on stage. He's saying something about wrestling and introduces himself as Chris Cotomy? He says baby a lot. That's right, babies. Welcome to Spec Script. As always, before we get to the script, we're going to do some wrestling stuff. The door opens and Stepdad of the Mines walk in. Stepdad and Mom are in mid-conversation. So they write a script without ever seeing the show. (laughs) That seems really fucking stupid. Yeah, that's what the, <clears throat> yeah, that's what the bartender was telling me when we stopped by so I could finally pee. Uh, it, it, uh, it really sounds interesting. No, he said stupid. <laughs> I gotta fucking see this. Uh, that's a great idea for a show. 
Also, uh, I'm not sure why, but I get the feeling that the type of people who would take on such a challenging writing project are probably incredibly intelligent and attractive. Oh, no fucking doubt. Mom trails off when she sees Jack standing in the back of the room, frozen, and watching them walk in. Oh, fuck. (laughs) What are you assholes doing here? Not you, Mom. You're cool. Love you too, baby. Stepdad sees Jax and does a double take. Holy shit. What luck. Who would have thought the first place that we'd run into... Who would have thought that we'd run into you at the... I'm drunk. (laughs) (laughs) What... We're in a place, all of us together. I had a feeling you'd be in a place like this. I, I raised you well. Yes, and you didn't raise me, you piece of trash. You were shitty. Abusive stepdad who ignored my interests and pushed his bullshit macho wannabe lifestyle on me. I may have gotten to appreciate the feel of a chopper between my legs and the wind in my hair. But you made me give up my true passion. I found it again, and I'm never going back to the Mayans. The screw crew walks in and sees Jax. Hey, there you are. Hey, we decided to order some chicken strips. Want to get on this? I would love to help you cool babies with those strips of chicken. (laughs) Cheers, Hotomy says from the stage. (laughs) For the the fans. (laughs) For the fans. Only the fans. Uh, Stepdad starts to slowly walk towards Jax. You know how this works. You don't just get out. You die a Mayan honorably. Or you're killed a Mayan dishonorably. (laughs) It looks like you've made your choice. What the fuck? Just stop it. You're being ridiculous. You know, I've had a lot of time to think, and nothing means more to me than the fucking Mayans. Nothing! Stepdad pulls out a switchblade and looks at Jax with a smirk. Switch. <laughs> I've learned a few new moves in my time away. Bring it on, old man. Jack starts snapping and getting all dancy as he and stepdad start to circle each other. The show has come to a halt as the spec script audience has turned their focus to the impending brawl. The Mayans and the Jets form a circle around Jackson's stepdad, glaring at each other from across the two circling men. The Jets start snapping. A Kelly's bar, a Kelly's bar back walks in and looks around, holding a Jets chicken strips. Chris so silently motions that they're his, and that the bar back brings them his strips. This, uh, he sits cross-legged in the center of the stage and calmly begins eating them while everyone's focus is on the commotion in the back of the room. Fine, fuck this. I'll stop this myself. Mom grabs a bar stool and, and from a table and starts to raise it up, but Nails stops her and holds her hands behind her back. Sorry, but we can't interfere. Your son's a grown-ass man. <laughs> Let him take care of himself. Stepdad swipes at Jax with a switchblade, but Jax does a pirouette and avoids contact. 
Jax goes to throw a punch and Stepdad blocks it with his forearm. The impact knocks Jax down to the ground. Before he can get up, Stepdad is on top of him, straddling his body with the knife held up. This fight is a little one-sided. I don't even have a knife. A small but tough-looking lady from near the stage shouts out. Hey, did I, uh, did you say you needed a knife? Because I stab, I stab people. I have one right here that you can use. It's kind of my thing, I stab. Ah. Lydia Manning tosses the knife towards Jax. It spins in the air several times before landing handle side down right into Jax's hand. Jax quickly stabs stepdad in the stomach with a knife. Stepdad grabs his wound and drops his switchblade. He collapses to the floor and looks straight up at Jax. I... I've never been more proud of you, son. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm bleeding all over the script. You've proven your worth today as a Mayan. The rules state, if you kill the leader of the Mayans, You become, you become the leader, and you get to re, you get to rewrite the rules. You get to write your own rules. Follow, follow your bliss, <laughs> little, little, little man. Just as stepdad finishes his last word, he takes his last breath. Jax gets up and goes to return his borrowed knife. Thanks, lady. Eh, the name's not Lady, it's Lydia Manning. Oh! This is how I talk, everyone knows that. I like to stab stuff, I stab, I'm stabbing Lydia Manning. I'll stab you, stab, stab. Now give me my knife back so I can stab some stuff, like Alexandra Jade one day, or Chris Hotomy. You know, if I feel like it, I stab. Also, an owl attacked me once. <laughs> Everyone takes a seat and returns their focus to the stage where Chris has now stood up and is dabbing in the corner of his mouth with a napkin. Uh, he grabs the microphone. This is my microphone. Well, that was something, wasn't it, babies? Is that really how you say babies? I mean, it, you're doing it. Baby, 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 baby. If someone could please alert the Kelly staff that there's a dead biker in the back over there, I'd super appreciate it. Now on with the show. The Mayans and the Jets all shake hands and give hugs to each other. Oh, twist ending. <laughs> Everyone sits down together and watches the show. Jax sits next to his mom and talks low to her so he doesn't interrupt the show. <laughs> you know, 
I don't want to be a Mayan. <laughs> I'm going to stay in Portland and remain a part of the Jets. They get me. I can be my self here. That's fine, sweetie. Uh, you've taught me a lesson about toxic masculinity, and I'll be <laughs> changing the way things are running the game. I'll take over the Mayans, and I'll make nails my second in command. It's all a, it's about time women ran shit, and if we start with the biker gains, maybe we can get to those clowns in Washington, D.C. Hey, I heard that. <laughs> and I approve. Baby. 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 Jax and his mom hug each other and turn toward the front of the room. They laugh at something funny from the script that's being read. Baby. <laughs> Shannon, the sexy box office lady, walks in and sees stepdad's body on the floor. Aruga. God damn it. Shit like this only happens on nights that I fucking work. The scene fades to black. And Stone Cold Steve Austin theme music plays over the credits. Sons of Anarchy, written by Adam Smith and Shannon Hans. Blah, 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 baby, 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 baby. Give it up for everyone you saw today. Uh, you want to see what I'll do? Yeah. We got Chris Johnson, Stephen Wilbur, Alexandra Jade, Amanda Lindio. Matt Gunser, Shannon Hunt, of course, Carolyn Mayne. We have been Chris Hotomy and Shane Hosey. Yeah, baby, baby, baby. Give it up for Jeremiah and our sound booth, our amazing uh, film man, Aaron Michael Walker, our door guy, Handsome Edward. Uh, let's see. Uh, other things to say about Spectrum. Oh, yeah, and one big round of applause for Adam Smith and Shannon freaking on. They wrote a great script. It was awesome. It was beautiful. Even Matt's improvising couldn't kill it. Uh, Wait. <laughs> Matt, you were improvising? <laughs> Thank you for listening to Specscript. Come to our next live episode, October 14th. Twilight Zone, written by Robbie Pankow, Jaron George, and Tiffany McGuire. Na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na.